0: the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like
1: tacos. Mañana viernes, sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo.
2: to episode 20 of Black Shirt Mixtape. My name is Jesse and I will be your host on this sonic journey. Um, So episode 20, episode 19 and 19, I guess 19.2 was all Radiohead. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed that. Uh, For this episode, I'm bringing back the guests and I'm bringing back the guests from the Instagram vinyl community, which... There's an endless supply of really interesting people uh, that I've been dying to talk to, none more so than Katie Doyle, uh, aka Later Skatey. Katie, are you there?
3: Hey, Jesse.
2: How's it going?
3: (laughs) Good. How are you?
2: I am doing fantastic. I am, uh, so as I was telling you um, before, uh, I am super pumped that you um, decided to uh, do this. Um, first off, your your handle is the best, uh, Later Skatey. I love that because I always tell my kids, Later Skater. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And secondly- I'm glad
3: uh, somebody gets that.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, and and secondly, um, I you have a super eclectic uh, taste in music. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are, and kind of how you, like how long you've been collecting, like- you know, when did you get into collecting vinyl and all that good stuff?
3: Yeah. Um, I'll keep this short, but, um, I, my name's Katie, like you said, I'm from Seattle. I grew up in the Bay area. So I have some like interesting, um, California influence there. I started collecting records when I was in my late teens, early twenties, when I met this guy that was a DJ and, um,
2: It's always a DJ.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Always a DJ. Uh. Uh. (laughs) And um, so he turned me on to um, a lot of like techno and uh, ambient, and um, eventually when I moved back up to Seattle, which was in my early twenties, just started listening more to like drum and bass and jungle and that sort of thing. Um, I quit um, collecting records in my mid twenties to like maybe early thirties. Um, I don't know why different, different chapter. Right. Um, and then picked it back up again in my, um, in more recently, I'm not going to disclose my age. Right. No worries. No worries. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been, um, you know, initially, uh, when I started collecting records again, it was kind of more like a timestamp of shows I would go to. So I'd go see live shows and then pick up the vinyl there and then it would be kind of like, you know, part of my scrapbook, but um, <clears throat> but since the current state, um, I've been buying records to just complete my, not complete, but to like fulfill my uh, collection. Yeah. So it's definitely expanded a lot.
2: That's awesome. Anyway. Um, so, uh, you know, when I when I bring guests on the show, I typically, like, when they say yes after they get over the initial fact that some stranger is reaching out to them um, <laughs> on Instagram to ask them to be on a, a, a tiny little podcast, um, you know, we start putting together a playlist and I, I usually throw it to the guest and I say, you know, it's totally up to you um, if you have a theme in mind. And you had a great theme, uh, which, which was <laughs> bands, well a thing that we tried to stick to, uh, the first track we just played, I don't believe any of them are from Seattle, they're from Brooklyn. Um, mm-hmm. right. but, um, you had some really, really interesting bands that I'd never heard of, which selfishly, that's kind of the reason why I do this is to like, that's, well, that's a, that's my favorite thing about, um, the group of people that post vinyl on Instagram is that I learn about new bands. And then through this, um, process like I get to also get exposed to a bunch of new bands and you definitely this this playlist was the hardest to put the track listing together but it was also (laughs) the most rewarding because once I feel like I finally got every the run order down I was like this is good I'm really really excited about that so um Mm -hmm. yeah
3: I I mean like initially sorry I didn't mean to cut you off (laughs) No, not at all initially it was very much like I got to represent you know Seattle is awesome. But I mean, everyone knows that. And, um, you know, like a hub of some great record labels here. But then I was like, but what is like, after I started throwing some of my favorite tracks into this, um, playlist, I was like, what is the theme here? Like, and I was listening and I was like, wow, there's this like crazy tension that is in all of these songs. Yep. And, and I'm like, you know, aside from the, the deep, like the deep like emotional thought behind like why am I attracted to these songs (laughs) I tried to like get out of that real fast before I went deep but um it's basically you know kind of reminds me of what's been just going on in the past year like this push-pull between like tension and excitement and sadness and like it's all you know all uh, so I, ho- I hope the play- I'm not, I hope I'm not like you know playing up this this playlist, but it's a good
2: one. <laughs> no, not at all. No, honestly, it is. And and you know, I, so um, the majority of the tracks are I, that I that I left on here are yours. I kind of bookended it. Um, so that <laughs> the first song that we played was um, a song called "Masterpiece" uh, by a band called Big Thief. So as I mentioned, they're out of Brooklyn. Uh, I, I went back to look and see if any of the members are from the Pacific Northwest. I don't think so, but. Um, I love this. So you actually put a different Big Thief song on there and um, Mm -hmm. I very selfishly pulled it off and put this one on only because (laughs) only because I've been trying to get this song on um, on the show forever. Like I have a massive running list of songs that I like edit all the time and they actually kind of morph into like different episodes (laughs) and Masterpiece has been on there and it just has never fit. So I apologize, mm-hmm. but I'm I, I, no.
3: Sorry. It fits perfectly. Sorry, not great. sorry. I think it works well. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not sorry,
2: because I absolutely love that song. I think that is a perfect mm-hmm. example of a pop track, and I I play the heck out of the song. And it came out like in 2016, I think, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. I mean,
3: I yeah, I love Big Thief. I saw them in San Francisco at the Chapel in 2017, and I didn't know who they were. My brother-in-law was like, hey, let's go to a show. I flew down to San Francisco nice. and to visit my family. And oh my God, those, those days. And um, and then like after that, I was like, I love these guys. And I love that Adrian Lenker is like so, um, and I guess we'll see this kind of in the playlist, but mm-hmm. um, a handful of the artists are very kind of like uh, non-binary-ish.
0: Yep. Um,
3: I wouldn't say that. I'm not saying that they classify as that, or that they um, they say that uh, they identify that way. Right. But um, to me, when I listen to them, I think of just music and not um, femininity or masculinity or you, you know.
2: You took the words um, right out of my mouth. You just it's just <laughs> no, but seriously, you get lost in the music itself. Like you really don't focus on the artist. You you've I, I have focused on more like the mood and like the emotional Mm -hmm. like, uh, weight behind the songs, because some of these are Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty heavy. Like when you think, when you start to get into like the lyrics and you know, whatever these people were going through when they wrote it. So, um, Masterpiece was our first track. So we are going to play, um, a song and I, this is a band that you turned me on to. So I'd I'd read about them, but I, I, it's hard to wrap your arms around like all the music that's out there. I mean, there's only so much time. Um, but this is a band called, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correct. Is it Navi? Navi. Navi. Okay, perfect. So these guys are out of Seattle, correct? It's a duo. Yes. Um, yeah. Um so They're my
3: favorite band. Can I talk about them? <laughs>
2: please do. I was gonna say please okay. please tell me about, about this band because I absolutely love uh, I love this band. So tell me about them.
3: Yeah, Navi is great. I found them through Hush Hush Records. Um, my like on the record, my favorite Seattle record label. Um, not sub pop, but hush hush. <laughs> and um, Kristen Henry, the lead singer and um, creator of the music, she's amazing and just beautiful. Her voice is like, um, yeah, and stellar. She's like, she's like a siren. Like, yep. uh, she's just so captivating. And then Brad, um, I'm going to call him Brad B because I can't pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, he's awesome too. Um, the thing that really captured me like uh, at shows um, was just more of like how they performed so they performed all of their like the synthesizers and all their other musical tools to the um, to the uh, crowd uh, which was just so much fun to watch them like just make music at us versus to us that's awesome um yeah
2: that's Red. fantastic. you gonna love
3: them Um,
2: So we did a last minute switcheroo. um, And I actually, honestly, you were right. This song uh, Polychrome is fantastic. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into Polychrome uh, off their album Omni. love that track um Mm -hmm. and that was actually um shabazz palaces and a track called um an echo from the host that profess infinitum now i love this band because it's butterfly from diggable planets and um i didn't really know that so here's my here's the story behind this song Mm -hmm. um about behind this band so i went um on a blind I went to go see a show, like just kind of random, like some friends were like, hey, we should go down to Deep Bellum. There's some like a hip hop show at Trees, which is a local club down here. And we should go check out, you know, who's playing. And I get on, they get on stage and I'm like, oh my God, that guy looks super familiar. He looks a lot yeah. different now. Like he's super buff. He's got shorter hair and a really big beard. But as soon as he started rapping, I'm like, I know that voice. And I was, somebody behind me was like, yeah, dude, that's Butterfly from Diggable Planets. And, but it sounds nothing like diggable planets and half the half the place emptied out like people were so pissed because they were coming expecting to hear diggable planets part two and it's nothing like that <laughs> at all but um i love that he like bailed you know uh new york uh and went and moved up to to the pacific northwest and just is putting out some really awesome stuff that was off um an album called black up are you, um, are you fans of them or I know you like hip hop as well, so.
3: Oh yeah. Shabazz is like, oh, they're, they're pretty amazing. I have a killer story too. Okay. Tell it's, me. Um, <laughs> I went to this, uh, show at Barboza, which is kind of a small little club, but it's super small stage. And, uh, this was like maybe last, last year. And. <clears throat> And uh, I, I went to go see Cartel Madras, which just got signed to Sub Pop, and they are basically like, uh, they I can't really explain them in a better way besides Lady Gangster rap. They're nice. like saying all the all the bad words in your face. And um, <laughs> sometimes you need that. And <laughs> yeah, um, but these these girls are like killer uh, Contra, and I think it's Ibashi. Ibashi. Um, Anyways, they're Canadian but they're, um, from India and they have like all the things to say, um, uh, about like they're bringing up and everything. I just love what they stand for. But, um, anyways, long story longer. Um, and, uh, so I was there to go see the show and I, I turn around and there's this just amazingly attractive person in this huge, like white robe but it's not like a king's robe it's more like a cape a cape, a long cape thing I can't really describe like it James, but anyways
2: like a James Brown cape or like <laughs> something that's more like out of Game of Thrones uh, maybe
3: kinda... maybe it is more like a James Brown cape but it, it seems more like like kingsish but not from the US or like the UK more I, gotcha. of, I don't know and more international and I was just like this guy is someone like this person is like I'm supposed to know who this person is and I don't <laughs> and then like later (laughs) later I was like you know what oh oh, yeah this is what happened because sometimes I um you know I have too much to drink and then I think like oh I can just go talk to anyone and then I'm like you know I should probably go like see if I can go talk with the band because it would be so cool to meet these girls and um
2: (laughs) you're like no I'm (laughs) gonna go talk to this dude
3: (laughs) no I like and I so I, I go wait until like the club clears out and um and then me and my friends, like we walk kind of in behind stage, and you know, uh, Cartel Madras is sitting there like queens because they are, and they're like having drinks and whatever. And then like Ish turns over and looks at me like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, that's Ishmael Butler." <laughs> I mean, I didn't say this out loud, obviously. In your head, though, I'm like, you're okay, like- we should go. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we should go. We're like. Us white girls are like ruining this party, so, um, so yeah. I was like, oh well, of course that's Ishmael Butler, like the guy who can like you know make everybody turn their heads because he just like captivates rooms. He's just like so. Um, he's just like has this amazing um, vibe just, about him. Yeah. He's,
2: so you, he didn't. You didn't talk mm-hmm. to him. He just gave you a dirty look and then you left.
3: <laughs> he didn't give me a dirty look. He was just like more like, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the details, but, um, I was like, I asked basically if they're selling merch cause I really just wanted them to sell me anything. And, right. um, so I could talk to them longer. And, um, and they weren't of course cause it's Cartel Madras and like, you know, basically their songs are like less than two minutes long. Um, and they don't have it all together yet. Uh, they're just a really cool, um, you know, jam. But, right. um, so, <laughs> So I was like, oh, that's who that guy was. That was like Ish from Freaking Shabazz. I can't believe it. How rad. But anyways, his presence totally is like, is brought through all of his music and you can hear it. Like all the ups and downs and like the, like this really cool, like spacey, like that sample on that last song at yeah. the end is just,
2: it's crazy and and it was you know what was funny is like as i'm trying to when i was watching him on stage like totally captivated because once you like put aside what you think you know he's gonna do like it's a great journey it's a great ride but i couldn't like really focus on it at first because people were like leaving and i was like so mad Mm -hmm. i'm like you guys are leaving in the presence of greatness like what what are you doing like and it turned out to be a fantastic show with like half the crowd but I could see, mm-hmm. I mean, I could see a little frustration in in his face, but I mean, he, he's, he's a pro and he kind of pulled through. Um, yeah. And the
3: work he's done with knife yeah, um,
2: exactly.
3: is pretty amazing. Like OC notes is, is rad. And then, you know, clipping also who was initially on the, the playlist, which you.
2: I did, ah. I did. And only for the sake of time. Trust me. Every 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 it's track. A long song. Every track that I pulled off, it was like it was you know, uh, it was like a voodoo doll. Like you're sticking the pins in. So, <laughs> um, right. But you let's let's segue into the next track because I think you you talked about um, how um, the Shabazz song uh, ended uh, was very spacey, um, and. Mm-hmm. When I think of like spacey music and really out there stuff, I think about like Grimes, like 100%. Mm. And I'm going to yes. I'm going to be totally transparent with you. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Grimes fan um mm-hmm. at all. However, this song that you picked is 100% killer. Like I was like, "Okay, I'm going to listen to it. Um but tell me why talk to me a little bit about why you put Grimes on there."
3: Okay. Well, wow. Um, I love Grimes and I totally get you and what you're saying um, and that you might, you know, you might not relate as easily to her music. Um, It's always hard to first dive into an album of hers for me. Like it's, and I think this is why I like her so much. Um, Aside from her super creative um, attitude and she's so out there and strange and weird and I just. Love that about her, um, and she's she's vulnerable, and then also really shy. Um, but what I what I love is that when I listen to an album of hers, I'm, I'm I basically do the thing I did in like high school, where <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't like the beginning right. of this. Forward, right? I don't like the beginning of this. Forward.
2: How many tracks? I don't do like you the beginning of this. How many tracks do we miss yeah. out on by doing that? And you come back years later. Oh and my you're god! Like, oh my god! This song is great, but yeah. I didn't have the patience to sit through the intro.
3: Seriously, uh, and yeah, I can, that is a whole nother podcast, basically. So Pretty take much. No. That's,
2: a good, <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. Um, I think we're gonna have to do a follow up <laughs> one. I've got all these follow up podcasts from everyone that's come on the show that has been born out of like our conversation during the during the episode. So yeah. I think that's a great idea. Anyway, continue. So
3: well, the thing about Grimes is that, and I think why, like I was saying, why I am so drawn to her is that I. I do when I first listen to her albums. I'm like, this is so weird. I don't like this, or I'll hear it out of context of the album, and I won't really like it. Like basically, this last album, my favorite album of 2020, Miss Anth- Anth- Anthropocene. I can't remember say that word. Um, it's a tough one. Anth-
2: Anthropocene. And um, Anthropocene?
3: Anyway. Anth- Anthropocene. Yeah. Anthropocene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, um, not as hard as her child's name, but <laughs> right? anyways. Um, But, um, so yeah, it basically becomes this thing where like, I'm like, I'm not into it. I'm not into this song and I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll listen to this song. And then this song, so it's like two or three songs out of the whole entire album that I'll like repeat 20 million times. And then eventually I'll get it on vinyl and then I will play the whole thing. And then I'm like, I actually really am into the song. I'm actually, you know. And then it'll be like that for almost all of the songs eventually. And then over time, like you know, maybe a couple months, I'll be like drawn to the whole album, like as a collection.
2: She makes you and, work, she makes you work for it, right? For sure, right?
3: Exactly. Yeah, to, and there's other things in that. <laughs> totally, yeah. You totally have to earn it, and I don't think she does that on purpose, which is why I why she's so interesting to me is that she accidentally she's just putting out her, her creative self. And it ends up being that way. And I don't know if there's anybody else. I wish I could put up a little tag, like yes or no, but this is an Instagram. But (laughs) um, like, if anybody else can relate to that, like listening to her music. But anyway, so this next track, Violence is, um, I think should first get an award for um, showing um, the use of wearing masks (laughs) before COVID. So she, she got like, uh, apparently, during this video, she felt like she kept making like really weird face um, gestures. And so, her um, stylist, her set stylist, was like, Well, I brought some masks, so why don't you throw these on? And of course, like they go perfect with her outfit because she always has kind of like this weird space age ninja right. thing going on and samurai swords everywhere. And like, um, <laughs> and so it was perfect. But, um, now it's kind of like, oh, this is so normal looking, you know, like everybody's wearing masks. This video is like so timely and, um, but yeah, so violence, aside from, um, liking the video and Grimes in general as like a major creative creator, um, this, I think the song in general encapsulates kind of like that, um, um, with that push pull conversation more of like, um, uh, I guess not, okay, disclaimer, not researching the lyrics
2: 100%. No, 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 <laughs> you're right. I know right.
3: some of them are a little iffy. Right, right. No, 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 I think there um, is.
2: But I think that there's layers okay. to it. And I think that she's, I think a lot of it, well, you know, everyone interprets songs differently. I, I feel like there's a lot of metaphor. Well, I hope there's metaphor. I hope that it's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah,
3: I hope that's a metaphor. You know what yeah. I
2: mean? But um, <laughs> let's go ahead and launch into uh, violence. This is the original mix. So enjoy. That was um, that was a nice little three-song run that we did there. So we started out with Grimes, uh, a track called Violence, and then we went into um, a, another band that you turned me on to. Uh, it's a track called Falling Into Me by a band uh, called Let's Eat Grandma. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a grammar lesson. So it's you, you get to learn about punctuation, right, and uh, <laughs> listen to music. I I was funny (laughs) because I
3: didn't even notice that. (laughs) Right.
2: It's the whole, exactly. So it's, I like that they're giving people, you know, music and some education. Um, and then, well, yeah. And then we ended with, um, one of my favorite groups, uh, from last year called salt S A U L T. And I've played them on the show a bunch before they ended up in my top 10 i think they were like number four uh album of the year that was a track called wildfires but before we talk about salt let's talk a little bit about let's eat grandma um so this was your (laughs) let's eat grandma um this was your pick it's a group out of the uk i think they're out of norwich um how did you got how did you stumble across these these ladies
3: well um yeah i think i think i probably just heard them on our local radio station here in seattle uh kexp um they do have a uh, like an app so if you need to check them out they're really great um you
2: do and marco collins is the bomb so
3: yeah yeah he yeah. i love all of his stories have you seen his past. documentary no uh
2: what yeah so he <laughs> it's a little heavy just cuz he's been through some stuff yeah. um but he actually so totally. i'm I mean, from, yeah i'm from originally from san diego so he started out on a a station called 91X. They brought him down from Seattle to kind of make 91X like the KEXP or whatever it was at the time um, of San Diego. And then he went back and he like basically broke, was like instrumental in like breaking the Seattle sound, you know, quote unquote. (laughs) Um, But it's a really fascinating documentary. I can't recall the name of it. I'll put it in the show notes, but. um, That's
3: cool. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, he definitely has a really cool, um, vibe from, that I remember from listening to the radio as a kid, like yep. 107.7 or, you know, yep. whatever those, you know, commercial radio stations are. Exactly. But, um, what I love about him coming to KEXP is just, uh, he has so many good stories to tell and it makes it really interesting listening to his shows. And he's also just gone through hell and back. Um, he has. and, uh, you know, so it's his perspective is just really interesting. But aside from that, um, I heard let's eat grandma on uh KXP and I just thought like, Oh, this is such a fun sound. It's like interesting. And then, you know, let's eat grandma. That sounds hilarious. Right. Um, you know, just hearing it, it sounds like let's eat grandma versus, um, let's eat grandma or is it let's eat grandma.
2: I think it's whatever or, you, I think you it's know. whatever you want it to be, but I I definitely think that um the the title of worst band name has now been stripped from Foo Fighters and is now lies solely in the hands of Let's Eat Grandma. But
3: right, yes, yeah. that's okay.
2: Um, but yeah, I love that track. I I really love that track, and and that's see that's the power of like you know radio, like just putting something on and just like listening. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. I dig this, and then you kind of you know go down the rabbit hole of like. Mm-hmm falling in love with a band, but that was a great track. It totally reminds me of like, you know, like we were texting. I, I just miss live shows. I miss the clubs. I miss that feeling. And I, I feel like that, um, that track really, really brought Well, it there's
3: back hope. You. Yes. There's hope because these kids, Rosa and Jenny, these two girls, they were like 17 when they put out that album, that initial album that they have. And um, so these youngsters are, you know our future in music is is gold i think
2: it's in good hands for sure <laughs> for sure um okay so wildfires by salt so <laughs> not really a lot known about this band right they're they're out of the uk they're like a a remix and a dj collective um and they purposefully don't do a lot they don't really do any press um but they put out two records last year both of them were un, uh, untitled and then they had like subheadings Um, but these, I find that out of any band, uh, these guys and gals really, um, touched on a lot of what happened last year, but more specifically the black lives matter movement. And there are some tracks on there. And what I love about the, the, the albums that they put out last year is, is some of the tracks just made me feel uncomfortable, but in a good way, like, um, I don't really know how else to put it. Like I I feel like they pushed me to think about things in a different light. I mean, I consider myself a pretty open minded person. I grew up in Southern California, right? Grew up with many different kinds of cultures and and sexuality and all that stuff. And and that's just, you know, it to me, I don't look at that, right? And and that's a big important piece of like how I how, you know, we raise our kids. You know, it's about it's about character and it's about integrity and Mm the color of your skin doesn't really matter at all. But I think that these guys really brought it back to like, it actually does like the color of our skin is causing like, you know, all this, this anguish, you know, and they just did a beautiful job of putting it against some killer music, some killer dance beats, Mm -hmm. Uh, the instrumentation, the production, uh, the, you know, the, the, the guest vocalists that they had on there. I mean, they blew me away. I mean, I'm, I'm shocked that they're not, bigger than they are right now um what's your kind of take on on salt
3: yeah i think that i mean i kind of struggle with uh, talking about politics in general the right the right words but um i i do feel like everything you um just said i think uh um, i agree with that and um there I, what I was texting to you right before, I just texted it a little too late so I didn't wanna like interrupt your, you're getting back on the, unmute. <laughs> but um, I was saying that they like came out at the right time because I really think we needed them, you know, for everybody going through what, what we went through the last couple of years with um, Black Lives Matter and with this endless, um, <clears throat> uh, well, I feel like, uh, well, I guess endless is a little, a little negative, but it's always, it's going to be a continuous struggle for, um, to have balance and, Mm -hmm. um, salt. I feel like, um, they're kind of like a, to me, I kind of listen to them as medicine. Like they, um, I don't know. I just, I learn a lot when I'm listening to them and then I also feel like they're super soothing and, um, but that's, I'm still learning. And so I, you know, I'm sure there's more to get out of <laughs> what I've heard from them, but they're very, like I said, they're very, very timely when they introduce themselves or made themselves known. There's like this kind of this mystery to the world generally, like, like, Spotify doesn't even have a little blurb on who
2: they are I know right <laughs> I Nothing. was like
3: shoot who are these people I mean I you have probably to know s- their names
2: you have to do some digging <laughs> if you want to like find out uh, you know anything about this band and they they don't do press like and and that's what I love about it. it's the music speaks for itself and and you know they definitely kind of like you said they came out at the right time and they definitely grabbed a hold of of a mood. And they wrote mm-hmm. it um, and they, I think they, they did a beautiful job of it. Um, so I'm really, I'm, I love that track. I pretty much like anything, any of their music. I, I, I have it on like during the day all the time, just playing cause it's just, I love it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Beach house.
0: <laughs>
2: love, love beach yeah. house. I've played them before mm-hmm. on this, on this podcast, many a time. I've seen them live, seeing them live and listening to them, uh, at home are two totally different things. Um I think it's like you going to see them live, it's this wave of color. Just mm-hmm. if, if that even makes sense, this wave of color just like goes over you. This it's it's more than an emotion, emotional feeling. I don't even know how to explain it, but I love this track. I love this album. I kind of like I look at Beach House. Like if when I ask people like, do you like Beach House? It's the same thing. Like if if I ask someone like, "Do you like Animal Crackers?" and they're like, "No," and I'm like, well, "I don't, I don't trust you. I don't trust you." They're like, r-
3: "Sorry, we can't be friends. We can't be friends." Like if you don't like Beach
2: House, then I, the conversation is over. I'm gonna go find somebody else to talk to. So, um, I, I'm assuming that you also share a deep love for uh, Victoria Legrand uh, and and her band. Yeah,
3: yeah. And this is um, one of the um, three total of the like non-binary like, uh, vocals that I was kind of referencing, I feel like Victoria has kind of one of those, um, just amazing voices that you're sometimes wondering if it's her or not, or if it's another person or a man or, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I saw Beach House at the Moore Theater in Seattle, all the way up in the rafters, which What's kind of cool is a little scary because it's super steep, but, um,
2: I've seen pictures. I You're brave. Yeah. <laughs> you're <definitely laughs> but, brave.
3: but, um, yeah, they're, um, beautiful. Like the whole sound of that space, the Moore theater is a, um, a landmark in Seattle mm. and, um, has been around for a quadrillion years and, um, yeah, actually I saw them for my birthday. Very nice. Three years ago, I think.
2: That is a great birthday. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and um, let's check out Other People by Beach House.
0: you're queen um.
2: So glad that you picked that track. Um, that is my favorite track off the record. That was Perfume Genius, um, and a song called Queen. I mean, how how is he not bigger? I don't understand how the, how he's he's not way more popular than than he is. You know?
3: Yeah, he is pretty amazing. And I think what was also so cool about him is just his um connection with dance. Um, I don't know uh, if you're familiar with like the whole dance church world and Mm-mm. Kate Wallach and, uh, Velocity and,
2: Mm-mm. but, um, Nope. Didn't they like went on me.
3: tour. <laughs> I don't know that, but, but <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, uh, basically Perfume Genius and Kate Wallach and parts of, I think Velocity or maybe some other dancers. Um, they went, they did a small little run, of perfor- performance and uh, it was basically him singing and then this combination of singing and dancing and um, it was pretty amazing. And, uh, but like what Kate Wallach does with um, Dance Church is just uh, basically just a, a space where people can gather and dance as like exercise and just getting, you know, working through um, your body and stuff. But, now being done over, um, you know, the internet and stuff like that. Right, it's a little different, but um, uh, yeah, so it's just super cool. But th- the other cool thing is that um, the lead singer went, or perfume genius himself, Michael Aiden, or no, Michael Andreas, something like that. I'm gonna <laughs> um,
2: say sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just googled I it because I, I wasn't sure. <laughs>
2: I didn't do my homework on him. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> so I knew his first name was Michael, but um. Anyways, he um, he's from like this area or up north a little bit, and he went to Cornish College of the Arts. And another song you cut off the playlist
0: mm. was
3: a Maya Manser song, who also embodies the same, um, like kind of like it feels kind of like this black hole that you're like i mean it's not a bad black hole but it feels like you're just kind of falling into this abyss of sound
2: totally um
3: and that's what it is it's like is... it's
2: like a head, it's like a <laughs> it's like you're being pulled in head first that's totally it.
3: right exactly but it's like a happy thing it's not scary right, and
2: right. <laughs> you're like no and i like this my, this is good
3: yeah. <laughs> my Performer that also went to Cornish College of the Arts. She's now down in LA, but um, she, um, to me, the, these two are very similar in kind of like what they stand for um, in identity, but then also in um, music, like how they just express themselves. So, um, yeah, we might have to share another song later of my amancer.
2: I think we may. <laughs> now people I, are going to be too curious. I, I'm, as I'm, as we're having this conversation, I'm like kicking myself and I'm like, well, maybe we can just do like episode, another episode <laughs> with all the songs that Jesse cut from, uh, the playlist, <laughs> right. um,
3: the songs that Jesse regrets, right? <laughs> I like that.
2: I like that. Um, I, I'm actually really dying to see him live. Like when we get back to live shows, uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, when he, it, hopefully he'll swing through Dallas, um, because I would love to see his live show, but, uh, great stuff um for sure so we are gonna play a little bit of lcd sound system (laughs) and i love them Uh, i love james murphy i love everything that he's done with dfa records um all that good stuff i love this song however this track i feel is a I, i i'm i didn't see anything in the liner notes around sampling but he owes John Lydon some money because that <laughs> "Oh Baby" is a complete ripoff of uh, "Rise" by PIL. Mm. If you listen to, I can't uh, you, seriously go play uh, uh, "Rise" by PIL, uh, which was John Lydon's band after the Sex Pistols. Uh, Johnny Rotten. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's the same. It's the totally same melody, and it. Every time I listen to "Oh Baby," I start singing "Rise" over it, and it bugs the hell out of anyone that's with me
3: um i'll have to look it up
2: you should but uh uh (laughs) why did you pick this tell me a little bit about uh, lcd sound system i mean i think i kind of have an idea uh, because this fits in the vein of well i
3: kind of i found them a little late actually um and it's i always feel like music kind of comes to me when it's supposed to and i know there's bands out there that i haven't like you know haven't spend the time to listen to, uh, even though I know I would love them, but I feel like they just kind of happen when they do for me. And this is one of those bands. And, um, I think maybe it was maybe two years ago when I started listening to them. Um, and I just, I kind of liked that he was an older person and I was like, man, this guy's, yeah, this, you know, I was just kind of like really into like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's kind of like this older guy yeah. that like you know plays some cool like technoish tunes and and also um, someone great. Um, that song is mm-hmm. just oh, every time I hear that song, I just like cry. Want to cry? It's such yeah. a good song. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah.
2: The, that's the same reaction that everybody has. Like when I play for people, they're mm-hmm. like getting all misty eyed and they're like, "God, why would you mm-hmm. play me a song that makes you want to cry?" I'm like, "Because it's good." Like that's a good thing, yeah, you should it's be so crying good. because it's so good um
3: and yeah, and then oh baby to me is kind of I feel like it's this this personal little Valentine that he wrote me. I don't know why I just kind of feel like the song was wrote for me,
2: <laughs> you know what I think that you should continue with that um with with that line of thinking. he definitely wrote it for you, so let's check out uh, uh lCD sound systems uh ode to uh to Katie this is called oh baby. <laughs> So that was, um, can I believe in you by fleet foxes? Um, I love that song and I'll be honest with you. Like I, every, every time I, I hear them, I'm like, I really like this band, but I never, I've never really like dove in and really, um, put a lot of time into them. I I really need to, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm missing the boat. Am I missing the boat?
3: (laughs) No, I mean like there's no boat to miss. I think that, um, you know, like I was telling you earlier about LCD is that, you know, you just pick up music when you do. And then, you know, I mean, the only thing about picking up something too late is you know, that they don't perform anymore. But, um, yeah, flea foxes. Um, I just recently started listening to from their last album. Um, I just felt like it's um, it just, I mean, just like their album art, the music kind of like tells this really cool story and it's, almost feels like kind of like ancient in a way where right. the sound just kind of sounds like it's like the illustrations on their album art. I don't know. Like, is that intentional? I feel like it should be. <laughs>
2: I think, you know, I think that it, um, it's funny because you, you, um, talking about art, album art that follows the story. So I, I did, um, the last episode I did, uh, I played a bunch of Radiohead tracks that I really like. Um, mm-hmm. And I talked a little bit about the relationship that they have with Stanley Donwood, who does all their artwork and how he spends time with them in the studio, right. While they're rehearsing and recording. And he, he listens to the music and, and, um, the album covers really end up reflecting the mood. Like if you look at kid a, or you look at hailed with the thief, or you look at king of limbs, especially like, you know, it, it, it's so much part of the music. It's so intertwined in the music. And I, I feel like you brought up a really great point now that I'm like, uh, scanning through, uh, fleet Fox's album covers, like it a hundred percent, like it, there's a story in there based off of, off of the songs inside for sure.
3: Yeah. And it's specifically, I was talking about, um, what is this album called? I'm just looking at it now. God, I'm so bad at like, album names. Um,
2: you know, it's that one, it's not right the... anywhere easily. <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. It's like it looks. It's like a an oil painting almost.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of like this old like prior town.
2: Yep, yep. I know exactly what <laughs> Anyways, you're talking yeah. about. I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. Um,
3: um, but yeah, I, I chose that song because um, I think that one's off their newest album, and everybody is like swearing about it. And um, it's good.
2: It is good. Sure. Yeah, and
3: I'm like, I'll get, I'll get it soon. I'll get it. It's okay. But. Um, but I felt like because of um, like the beat cadence in that song, I felt like it like kind of lended itself really well to kind of like that push, the push-pull conversation kind of the start-stop. Like you feel like you're kind of skipping over a beat or, you know, that's right. I'm not a, I didn't study music, so I can't really talk about it in no, that no no, uh, right you know. <laughs> no, 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 you're 100% right on.
2: No, 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 you don't need to study music to be able to, you know, talk about like how music makes you feel. So you're, you're 100% spot on. <laughs> Well, it was a great track. It was a great choice. Um, okay, talk to me about, because I, I, I'm hoping you're prepared with this band because I know nothing, CCFX.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, CCFX is from like Olympia, Washington. They're comprised of two other bands, um, so they kind of like morphed into one. Um, I don't know the band names, but basically it's half CC and then half FX, the other two bands, gotcha. and then they come together to create um, I This is the last track that's kind of related to that non-binary tone or vocals, um, the sweet singer. To me, at, at first, I thought, I'm like, wow, she really kind of sounds like Robert Smith. Um, and I'm like, I don't know if I like that, like, you know, like I'm just kind of wow. like, you that's know, a, you like Robert, you like yeah. Robert Smith for Robert Smith. And then if you hear it somewhere else, you're like, that's mm, weird. Yeah. You're like,
2: <laughs> you know? no, that's sacrilege. <laughs> That's
3: yeah, it, it, exactly. But then um, I started listening to they don't have um, much music out. Um, and so I started listening to a couple of other tracks and I was like, wow, she sounds totally different in this track. I'm like, I wonder if there's two other people, like, are there two vocalists? I'm confused. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it's a great conversation to talk about um, how somebody can work their vocals so much to kind of almost sound like they're two different people, but I guess I'll let everybody hear that. Um, but yeah, I, one thing I really like about this band is that they, they remind me of, um, kind of like just old sad girl music, like from the nineties in a way. And I, I'm not sure like, um, if it's maybe kind of like the line is kind of similar to, um, like Peter Hook kind of like, uh, a new, order-y new order kind yep. of like that super bassy um yep. or if it's yeah or if it's just kind of like this wailing um tone in the vocals where it's just kind of like this sad crying kind of <laughs> making it sound like it's really bad no, 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 but no. it's good.
2: Yeah, this is a really <laughs> terrible song but no I'm just kidding. um yeah no, but I
3: put it on there anyway. <laughs> right. You're like
2: screw it, I'm just gonna put it on. No, you're right. I mean it they, these guys definitely wear their influences on their sleeve. Like you know we just name checked like the 90s new order like it it, you're you're absolutely um correct and i I felt the same way um but uh, let's let our listeners uh see for themselves this is venetian screens by ccfx Mm -hmm.
4: step out of our solar system, into the universe, seeking only peace and friendship, to teach if we are called upon, to be taught if we are fortunate. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants... I should like to extend the greetings of the government and the people to the extraterrestrial inhabitants.
2: can't put out a bad song it's so good <laughs> uh that was the avalanches uh with some help from jamie xx of the xx nana cherry who my god needs to put another record out already um <laughs> tired of her doing like guest stuff like i need i need a full record from her um so tell me about so so you haven't heard the new record you're saving it um mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. track was wild like there was a lot going on there
3: yeah, I love I love this track. I have this. I had this on my summer playlist.
2: <laughs> so nice. when I hear
3: it, I think of the sunshine. But um, yeah, it's funny I think I think of
2: nighttime. Hmm. That's definitely a nighttime. Oh, spot. really? Yeah, that's weird.
3: <laughs> I think of like daytime dance party. But okay, all right.
2: <laughs> like um, day drinking outside maybe on the beach yeah,
3: maybe yeah uh or, yeah paddle boarding on the lake there you go <laughs> yeah you're big into paddle
2: boarding right I, I
3: i uh kind of i mean i'm not like you know an athlete or anything but um i just like a like a small flotation device that i can hang out on and go right? on like water and just hang out
2: Well, you have some beautiful um, bodies of and water it works well up for that. there up where you live so <laughs> Yeah,
3: agree. I mean Washington's great.
2: Yep. It's okay. I, here. Um, I totally interrupted you. I'm sorry. Continue talking about. Um, oh no, Avalanches. that's
3: fine. Um, yeah, the Avalanche is, Um, this track is just I just love it because it. Well, it. Even though I listen to it, um, like during the day, um, and it it reminds me of the summertime when I th- when I'm like in the song and when I'm thinking about it, um, I just see kind of like this post post apocalyptic dance party. And everybody just kind of bouncing around on pogo sticks. I don't know if you get the bouncing thing, but like that's, the beat is just so like kind of Afrobeaty, and it's yep. just so playful and fun. And like everybody's just having a good time and like, um, yeah, but that's just me always putting a visual to what I hear. <laughs> no.
2: And that's going to be forever stuck in my head now, but there is a breakdown towards the, like after the middle of the song that I know exactly we were talking about it, like kind of shifts gears a little bit. Um, mm-hmm,
3: yeah. And, it goes, mm-hmm. it goes, definitely. To whole, it totally gets flagged down
2: there. It's like a whole different song, like as you get towards the end of the song. Um, so it's fantastic. Again, makes me want to go clubbing, makes me want to go dancing, uh, which is <laughs> what the Avalanches do really well. Um, mm-hmm. So we are uh, sadly at the end uh, of the episode. Um, I, mm-hmm. I want to thank you um, for coming on uh, Black Shirt Mixtape. It's been super fun. And I'm I, the last track we're going to play is so as I mentioned at the top of the, the show, like these tracks are pretty much um, Katie's picks um, because she's got way better taste than I do. Uh, and I found that <laughs> out the hard way. Um, but I, I'm going to, I kind of let my songs bookend, right? So I, I opened up with masterpiece by big thief and I'm going to close with a track uh, by a band uh, called satchel. Um, and they, so the, the I, I I learned about Satchel uh, th- actually through the work that um, Sean the late Sean Smith did with uh, Stone mm-hmm. Gossard right. So they they yep. put out a record or a couple records under the uh, moniker Brad, and I never really mm-hmm. understood what like if it Satchel is basically way superior than Brad, and I don't like Stone brought him into Brad, and they basically play the same music that Satchel does, but mm-hmm. They've got a Pearl Jam guitarist in it, which whatever, I mean, it was great for Sean Smith. Like he went on to do some really great stuff, uh, especially with uh, Greg Dully um, and the sideband band and he did the F, um, the Twilight Singers. So Greg Dully of the Afghan Wigs, I don't know if you've um, mm-hmm. heard any of Twilight Singer stuff, but Sean uh, did a phenomenal song called That's Just How That Bird Sings off their debut album. Um, but I'm gonna play a track called "Suffering." Uh, it's on a really great soundtrack from a really funny movie. Uh, it's an old older movie called "Beautiful Girls" mm-hmm. uh, that the late Ted Demi did. Have you ever have you seen it?
3: I don't think I have. No,
2: you should go back and watch it. It's a little dated because it's like l- I like dated early 2000s <laughs> maybe. Well, then you'll love this movie, but. It's got okay. a, it's a murderer's row of, of people, uh, in the cast. It's got, uh, Matt Dillon. It's got, mm-hmm. um, it's just got a bunch of people. It's great. Uh, it's actually got a really young Natalie Portman, um, who's hysterical Whoa, in it. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to play a track called Suffering. And I, I just, I think it's, it's a, a little palate cleanser, um, I think, uh, to kind of close out, um, mm-hmm. this episode, but Katie, thank you so much for your time. Like, honestly, this has been so much fun. Yeah,
3: thank you for having me. This is this has been fun. I really appreciate it.
2: Awesome. And for those of you listening, mm-hmm. if you're so inclined, uh, check out my pop culture podcast, Tacos and Turntables, where we talk about uh, film and pop culture and music and all that good stuff. Um, so I'm going to uh, say good night or good morning wherever you are listening to this. And always remember to be kind to each other. And This is mm-hmm. Suffering by Satchel.
4: Shoot.